Three, two, one. What is up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Conversing with Chris and Misa, the podcast. In the in the guest chair or in the co-host chair today, guys, special guest co-host, Mr. Jordan Savais with the say what's up to the podcast, Jordan. What's up, guys? I'm back. Sheesh. <laughs> in the producer chair, our boy Joe Memes is back. Say what's up to the pod, Joe. What is up, everybody? I miss Joe. Hey, there you go. We miss you too, Joe. All right, guys, for episode number 129, we have a very special guest. Uh, he is the founder and CEO of The Marketing Hunters. His name is Ruben Alvarez. He's in the building with us today. Say what's up to the podcast, man. What's up? So they usually aren't here. Am I just lucky? <clears throat> no. So, okay. So, okay. So Misa is somewhere in Mexico. So let's let's clear that up. Uh, he's not off the pod. He's just somewhere in Mexico. We don't know where he's at, uh, but he, you know, he's somewhere in Mexico. So we wish him the best. Uh, so Jordan is our co-host today. He's a friend of the podcast, a comedian here in El Paso. Oh. And so he's back with us. He's been on the podcast before. And Joe, uh, he took a little absence uh, from producing. He was watching his kid and shit. And so on um, daddy duties, you understand. Yeah. You know what's up. Yeah. And so today was a perfect storm. And now we're all here and fucking give us a round of applause. Jordan, try that yellow one right there. There you go. <laughs> All right, guys. So for episode 129, Conversing with Chris and me to the podcast, before we get started, we have a tradition, a tradition unlike any other, and it's called the cracking of the celebratory beer, and it sounds like this. Shout out to everyone for being here, Mr. Ruben. Thank you for sliding through, taking time out of your day to be here. Blue in the back, our boy Chewy came through with some fresh new merch, by the hey. way. You can see it right here. Shout out Next Gen Sports. Uh, guys, cheers. I'm going to indulge. God damn, that's some cold ass beer, bro. That is some cold ass beer. So, Mr. Ruben Alvarez, for the podcast audience who may not know who you are, man, uh, go ahead and introduce yourself to the pod a little bit. Yeah, man. Um, dude, I, like that's always the hardest question, right? Because it's like you can you can put like two titles, but then it's like it's your backstory and why the hell do you even do what you do and why do you function the way that you do? So, um, you know, I'm from California originally. That's probably going to be my first strike, um, <laughs> but I got out, but I got out, you know, like I was, I was smart enough to actually get out. Um, but no, I, I'm from California. Um, believe it or not, I started off as a chef, um, decided that I like to eat and I don't like to cook. There's a huge difference and you don't know that when you're 20, you know what I mean? You think right. like, oh, I can make money off of this, but it was stupid. So I started off as a chef and then I, through Craigslist, found a job in manufacturing um, that job in manufacturing took me down a path of like eight years of sales. I thought I was going to make something in that company. And then the owner ended up selling the company, gave me five grand, said, hey, thanks for eight years. Nobody else could put up with me. Thanks for putting up with me. Eat a dick, pretty much. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, shoved you out the door. He's like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And then ever since then, we've been doing marketing hundreds. But when I was doing the sales for them, I was also like, I was their sales marketing person. Right. And then everything we did was more indirect sales because it was never direct to consumer. So everything that I do with marketing is actually the exact same way. It's more like just, hey, look, here I am. And you're, they're attracted to me. And then they ask me for stuff versus me saying, hey, this is what I sell. And then I like try to shove it down their throat until they say yes. Right. Yeah. And uh, well, actually, we have a, a mutual friend, Mr. John Rivas. Uh, he's part of Mazo Vibe. Shout out to them. Yeah. And um, actually, he's part of the marketing hunters as well. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So how did you guys meet? Like, how did uh, how did you uh, develop this relationship with with John? Yeah. Funny story. We have no idea. We yeah. actually have no idea. We, um, we've been we've been through this a couple of times, and and so we both know like Grant Cardone. Like we don't know him, but the groups and stuff, right. right? So we we think that's how we met through a group or something. But I had a I actually had a podcast, and then um, I started a little group, 
and then I started making merch and all this stuff. And then I had him come be part of the group. And I don't know how well you know John, but John can be quiet. So we would, <laughs> we would have the group and it was like a Zoom thing. And then everybody would go. And um, there, then there's John. John's like, yeah, every, every yeah, this is great, guys. And then he would just stay quiet. <laughs> <laughs> That's all, all his input right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so we have no idea how we met. But um, I needed a sales manager last year. I just decided like, hey, I need somebody else to help me with the sales because if I don't feel good like one day out of the week or two days out of the week or if I get sick for five days, I have no one else selling. Right. And like that's like the one thing. It's like you can't be the only person driving your business. So I talked to one of my friends, Angel Sandoval. Do you know him? He's no, I, I've never heard of him. Okay, so he's from here. And um, he's like, you know, John, I think is looking for a job. And I was like, but John has a job and he's in Midland. So he kind of talked about that, right? Like, right, right, right. So he was miserable over there. I, I thought he was never going to leave that job. I was like, he's making good money and he has it all figured out and everything. And so like for two months, I just let John do whatever the hell he wanted. And I was like, this isn't going to work out. I need to find someone else. At the two month mark, he's like, okay, cool. My two months are up with the company. And I was like, oh, you were fucking serious. <laughs> he's <laughs> I was like, like oh, you're actually leaving. <laughs> so, so ever since then, we've been, we've been rallying. Yeah, dude. And John's a real cool guy. I worked with him at Downtown Spaces for a while. And we talked about this briefly right now. And uh, yeah, I could tell, I just, you know, I knew me and him would vibe for a specific reason um, <laughs> because, you know, he, he, he was just a great guy. And so uh, we had him on here. We talked about Mazo Vibe, uh, his role in the marketing hunters. Um, and yeah, it was funny because he was like, yeah, dude, living in Midland is just like, it's not it. That's not the way you want to go. Like, I wouldn't want to fucking live there. I think you lived over there in, in that part of Texas too, right? Look, I love Midland. I've like never been that much time there, but hey, dude, <laughs> I just love the city. Don't be lying. There's still people out there. But did, <laughs> didn't you like, weren't, but didn't you spend time in like Odessa or some shit too? No, dude. No? Relax, Odessa, a little too much. But Midland, I can deal with. Okay, I knew TRC, (laughs) and TRC is just probably just as bad as Midland, I would say. Probably even worse, actually. If there's more than one, dude, it's bad. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, dude, and so like uh, when you said you grew up in in California, what part of California was that? Orange County. Orange County? Orange County, born and raised all my life. Okay, nice. And, and that, don't, don't say, like, is that L.A.? Because it's not like... No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, That's like... Isn't that, like, insulting or, like, some it, It's shit? completely insulting. Anybody who's... <laughs> like, there's Northern California and there's Southern California. And there's... In Southern California, there's, like, four main regions, which is um, Orange County, San Diego, Inland Empire, and then L.A. And then there's, like, Northern Ventura, but we don't count them. Like, that's their own fucking little place, you know? But... Um, <laughs> Fuck those guys. Yeah, so yeah, it's yeah, not yeah, L.A. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, even L.A. doesn't clean them. No, they're, they're by the coast, so it's, like, you're going up, like, in the middle area. It's kind of like Modesto. or Like, right. there's nothing okay. there, you know what I mean? So, um, but San, San Diego and LA and Orange County were like, yeah, you know, cool. Like, we're not fucking each other, but, like, yeah, you're not that bad. And then they're like, are you L.A.? And we're both like, no, fuck no, we're not. Yeah. That bad. You know? <laughs> Don't you ever yeah. say that about Don't us? Don't you ever fucking give us that fucking blasphemous name of L.A.? That's yeah, crazy, yeah. dude. And so, like, why did, how did you end up here in EP? Like, was it your family? No, so I, all my family's still in California. We moved to Arizona for the housing originally. Um, and then when we move there, we're like, okay, we're gonna we're gonna save some money, and then we'll just get a house at like a lower payment, and blah blah blah. So we waited for a year, and then the house that we got was really nice, and we were renting at like sixteen hundred a month or something stupid like that. So we're like, let's lock it in for another year and save even more, and then that's when the the house is like skyrocketed. Right. And so we met John. We came here. We met a bunch of people, and then we're like, hey, the houses are still cheaper there. I was like, if we moved two years ago to Arizona, why the hell wouldn't we move somewhere else? So we ended up moving here. Okay. 
So just like the value of the houses in like the market, like that's really like what drove you to fucking move over here, correct? Uh, that and the expansion. I mean, dude, here you you want to meet anybody? You're literally like I I could be like, hey, I want to meet the mayor. And you're like, oh, dude, I went to school with the mayor. And right. It's like, what the fuck? You're yeah, yeah, like, yeah, that's you know? true. So yeah. so El Paso is a really weird place where it's like you can you can move uh, up really fast in the business world just because everybody knows everybody, right? And no matter who you want to meet, like you just say a name and then they're like, oh, that person actually went over here and then that person knows that person and they're actually going to the birthday party next week if you want let's just all go to the birthday party right. like, yeah yeah just like that it's all the connections are there so it's yeah. all about just getting it like into that initial ring of people and yeah. then from there the connections can be built and made uh how do you like feel about el paso being uh, someone who's not born here i'm born and raised here joe's born and raised here my boy blue uh Fucking Jordan's from TRC, so you know it's it's not El Paso, but my it's bar's close. very low. Is what he's saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, his, he doesn't really know like a good quality of life. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. If you show me two WalMarts, I'm like, dude, this is the greatest place. Let me show you three WalMarts. Disneyland Pass. So yeah, like, what do you think about like El Paso in comparison to like living like in uh, in Arizona and then back in Cali? Yeah. So the the weirdest part of El Paso that I've seen is the politics. And and I don't mean that like, ah, oh, you know, the, the the mayor and the judge and everything. I mean that that everybody has their own agenda. And so everybody who has the ability to move the agenda, if it's better for the city, it doesn't fucking matter. If it's good for them, it stays for them. Right. And I've seen that um, because like we have some some friends and I can't name them, but they want to like start a specific type of business. And the city and everybody else is like, we have three of those and that's enough. And oh, that's man. that's it. Like it doesn't matter if people want more or anything. It's just three is the number, and for some reason it's the number, and that's it. And so it's like there's a lot of policies here that just need to leave with all the old people of El Paso. And I think that that's what's happening is like there's a shift of like new people and young people coming into power, and then everything's going to be shifting. So it's almost like a changing of the guard in a way, Correct. and trying to get like well, and honestly, like I feel like El Paso feels like an old city, like yeah. old in the in the sense that like like you said, all the politicians. All the leaders, uh, I mean, the city manager is not like old, old, but I, the way of thinking here, I would say, yeah. is, is old compared to somewhere like uh, uh, Dallas, where you were just at in these past this past week. And uh, we talked about that off off air. Um, is that something that you feel is really holding El Paso back? Yeah, the, the um, I'm probably going to get some shit for this, but um, the whole mentality of like support local, I think, is is so um, it goes against building right so it's like i get that you want to support local but what happens if that local company actually turns into a corporation you're telling me that all of a sudden like you're gonna like say hey f you right it's the same person right so like it doesn't make sense um we actually said hey what we're doing because we were doing some events called thriving your city we're like hey we're gonna bring half out of town people and half in town people that way the out of town people bring people in town they're like why don't you just do all local speakers and i'm like that doesn't bring anybody out of town in right yeah so like there's that type of mentality that's just like like el paso el paso el paso and i'm like well if we keep it small you're never gonna grow this is like one of the best cities ever you know what i mean like there should be like a bunch of like movement and stuff but for some reason there's a lot of people that are just like support local and i'm just like that doesn't doesn't just work kinda, that just kind of like cut off from everybody else. This is like our area. Exactly. Even yeah. like Cruces, it's like it's like fuck Cruces. Oh, yeah, it's like yeah. what the hell? Cruces is like thirty. <laughs> They're right there. Yeah, all the people yeah. from Cruces live over and here, and that's true. Yeah, you know? um, the people in Cruces, like this this whole area, and I would say you can go from Cruces all the way east to probably what like um, 
Fort Fort Hancock, what is way the fuck out there? Um, I would say this whole area in between is just like a one metropolitan area. Yeah, um, it's spread out. Yeah, it's fucking spread out far as fuck. But like uh, people in Cruces, chances are they frequent El Paso a lot uh, because you know they either work here, they have family here. So like it's a very transitory uh, community, uh, but it's also very expansive, very vast. There's a lot of people here, and I don't think people realize that. Yeah, I mean, you got even Juarez, you know what I mean? Like, right. we, we Yeah, were, we're ignoring that side of the fucking border right we were, there. We were talking about doing a conference, and then they're like, oh, why don't you get a Spanish speaker? I was like, why? Like, there's a lot of people that aren't going to speak Spanish. She's like, dude, you know how many people from Juarez you could pull? And I'm like, dude, I didn't even think about yeah, that. Yeah, dude, you're like, oh, <laughs> like, oh damn, that's right there, right there. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, and it's crazy, but um, I think I think part of that is, like, if you don't go to Juarez a lot, like, I never go to Juarez. Like, I don't really have, uh, Chewie's over here giving me a fucking death He's stare. like, what the fuck's going on <laughs> He's like, with Juarez? He's like, bro, I'm at, he's like, I am Wattis, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, like, yeah, I, I mean, and I'm not trying to be like disrespectful or like anything like, but um, for myself, like Jordan, have you gone to fucking Wattis? Twice. Once on accident, once on, I went to it on purpose. Yeah. Okay. But you don't frequent there, right? I still support them. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So <laughs> I yeah, still wave. Right. Okay. So it's kind of like one of those things yeah. that like, unless you have family there, you're doing business over there, you really don't go all the time so it's kind of not that we're forgetting about them it's just that we we don't think of it right off the top of our head as somebody as opposed to somebody who lives there grew up there goes there all the time yeah. they have Juarez in their mind all the time you know what i yeah. mean well the, the weird thing about Juarez is like and the reason i won't go is because everybody always has like the the butt right so like until i stop hearing the butt and i'll explain the it's that's what stops me so i'm like i'm like hey should i go to juarez they're like yeah but like and it's just like no <laughs> yeah. no it's, it's like you might get killed you might get chopped up like you, might you don't you don't yeah you, you don't get you don't go too. like you go down the wrong place like people might like hurt you and it's like well dude like if i'm if i'm in juarez right and all of a sudden the street's closed and i go down the wrong street like that's a very real possibility right. you know like so and when, once once i say hey should i go to juarez and people don't say the butt anymore that's that's when i'll go to juarez yeah, he's like chewy's the ambassador for juarez over here the whole time he's just <laughs> And he's like, bro, you know how fucking fire the food is over there? <laughs> no, dude, we can go to the west side, but Juarez is right down here. It's <laughs> that way, dude. And they have La Feria going on for like a month and like two weeks where they have nothing but the top Latin Mexican artists that you would never think that would be oh, here across. You know, they've had... Really? It's like a cool. festival or what? La Feria, it's like a fair. You oh, know, shit. they have all the Mexican, they have bars inside, they have restaurants, you can go eat the snacks. They have concerts every Thursday, Friday, and Saturday for all of June and July. Oh, damn. And it's top artists, like, top in the region, you know, like, yeah, yeah. Uh, right, like right, in the right. banda genre and, right. like, uh, pop, Mexican pop. There's even Yeah, a, if you're into that shit, that's, like, yeah. there's yeah. well-known fucking acts there for but, you. But, but, but what? <laughs> but nobody <laughs> wants to go. I'll go. I actually want to go. I want to, I'd go. I go to Juarez maybe once a month. That's funny. Joe, what happened to our fucking screen here, Joe? I, I was uh, setting something up here on the Okay, on the all right. PC. No, I was just wondering. I was just scared. I thought I thought this whole place was falling apart. Uh, but yeah, dude, so um, when you guys started marketing hunters, like what was the vision? What was the initial reason behind it? Like what were what was what were your goals like when you guys first started? Money. Money. That's yeah, the motive. That's, that's, that's the most sick. honest answer ever right there. He's like, yeah. I need some cash, bro. Well the thing <laughs> is, like we were goddamn dude, it still pisses me off. Um we we were true so in nine months i was over six figures okay and because of covid that's what slowed it down and ever since then i've actually been slow like it's it, it went um six figures nine months covid hit and then it flatlined and then i went down a little bit and then i went up and then i went back flat and i've been flat 
fucking forever. And I mean, we're finally up now that we moved over here because we picked up clients with like being in El Paso and stuff. But I was flat like at, at six figures for a year, 1.5 years, right? And um, the reason being is because my my wife and my son have asthma. So like oh, we just weren't, yeah, we just weren't taking any chances. So I stayed in, right. you know what I mean? Like I stayed in, I wasn't traveling, nothing. Um, but yeah, so I, I started it because we need money. Right. And, um, and we basically were doing it, you know, what I mean? okay. so it was, it was easy, but then they fucking flatlined. Right. Um, but ever since then, um, I realized that what we do, a lot of people are actually like, it's not like I just have like beer and I'm just like, Hey, do you want beer? And then people are like, Oh, I love beer. Right. Like what we do is like, we're like, Oh, we have beer. And people are like, I've been fucking needing that beer forever. I can't believe you haven't told me about it. You know? So it's been I changing a lot. El Paso, dude. That's yeah. a really good business plan here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it's been, it's been like that. It's been like that to where um, it changed quite a bit what we were doing originally to what we're doing now. Okay, nice. And so you guys started this, like you said, what, right before COVID started? In or? August, no, July of 2019. 2019, okay. Yeah, yeah dude, and I think COVID kind of just, you know, obviously it, it kind of threw everybody, like, it, it just kind of messed up the whole world. Nobody knew what to expect. Uh, people were scared, especially, like, in business. Like, uh, obviously, like, people were closing and shit, so it, it kind of, like, really threw a wrench into things. Uh, but, like, how are things now compared to, like, I know you said that you're starting to trend back up, but uh, what do you think is helping you guys out now that we're post-COVID? So I, I know how to infiltrate groups very easily for some reason. It's very, it's very weird. <laughs> he um, sounded like he's a spy. He's a spy, right? He's a secret spy. <laughs> he's like, like a Russian spy. Like, I just know how to get into fucking things. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you guys noticed, but we're all hanging out next week. Yeah. 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 Um, no, it, it's um, so when, when we started, um, like Grant Cardone's group, a lot of people for some reason thought that I had been to like all his conferences and they're like, did we meet at like 10X GrowthCon? And I was like, no, and they're like, I know you from somewhere, right? And so, like, everybody wanted to do business with me because they thought they knew me. Right. And so then, like, um, Tim Grover. Do you know Tim Grover? No. I, so, real fast, let's go back. Because uh, I know who Grant Cardone is, yeah, but yeah. for the people who may not know who he is, uh, how would you explain? This is El, this is El Paso, bro. Yeah, like, most people, I would say most people uh, know, but who, who is yeah. he? He's, he's um, I, now I guess he's a billionaire. He used to be just a millionaire, but he was uh, real estate. He started in car dealerships and stuff, but he's like, Gary Vaynerchuk's another person that everybody can know. He's just one of those types of guys in the business world that's like the the guru that everybody right. listens to. Top you know dog. what I mean? Yeah. And so, um, yeah, people thought that like I was part of his group. Tim Grover's another one. He was Michael Jordan's coach and Kobe's coach. Oh, shit. And so um, he was coming to Orange County when I was still in California. And he's like, I'm picking 20 people to come to lunch. And I'm going to pay for lunch. And so, like, I messaged him and he turned me down, basically. And I was waiting all day. And then I was like, dude, like, I, I need this as a win. Like, if anything, like, if anyone cancels, like, you text me five minutes before, like, I will I will stop work and I will go. And he's like, he's like, fuck it, come, you know? So everybody that was at that lunch, everybody knew Tim Grover. Like, they, they had relationship yeah. years there. I was the only one that was like, oh, shit, you know? And so, <laughs> and so everybody, like, there was um, an MMA fighter. There was a world's strongest woman uh, in the U.S. There was... Um, who else was there? It was like a bunch of uh, a comedian. There was a bunch of like just random people, right? And then right. there's me, like, a bit, and they're like, "Oh, what do you what do you want to do with your life?" And I was like, "I, I want to make a shit ton of money." Just And so he Tim over here, so he's like, "Dude, this guy just at least he fucking knows what he wants." Right. You know what I mean? He's not um, sugarcoating it either. Yeah. So so I infiltrated that group, and then from there, everybody that um because those twenty people, I guess it was a bigger group of like eighty to hundred. They introduced me to everybody in that group, and so it just started growing, growing, growing. 
And so to answer your question, now that we're in El Paso, the reason that we grow so fast is because I'm doing the same thing. Like I just get into groups like the chamber. Um, we actually do help them a lot with what they do. But every time they ask me like, well, what can we do to help you? I'm like, I just want to meet as many people as I can as fast as I can. Yeah. Right. And they're like, but like who? And I'm like, okay, well, uh, introduce me to, um, you know, like uh, we, we're in the Rotary Club, right? And in the Rotary Club, there's a guy named like Matt Keats. Um, and nobody knows, like, like everybody thinks like, okay, introduce me to somebody who's like a millionaire, right? So we go to this club, then they're just like, oh, we'll introduce you to this club. The guy's doing 50 million a year here out of El Paso. Manufacturing. And so like, they're like, oh yeah, like he just comes up to me. He's like, hey, if you want to be part of this, let me know. And I'm just like, all right, cool, whatever. This is before I knew what he did. He's like, all right, come to my, come to my place. So I go to his place. He takes an hour, shows me everything, like literally his whole facility, everything. And it just happened because I'm not after like money. Like most people would be, it's like, oh, introduce me to somebody who can like, I can sell a website to or something. It's like, no, no, no. I want to meet every single person here. Like legitimately, I just want to meet every single person in El Paso and then I'll be good. Yeah, dude, that's interesting, man. And yeah, then so you said this guy's making fifty million a year, and he lives here in El Paso. God damn, what does he do exactly? Manufacturing. He does metal manufacturing. So like, you see like rings like this, like this metal ring, and then like let's say like this right here, this bar. Right. His company makes just just like all these random little fucking parts and fidgets and shit. Damn, dude, that's crazy. So like you know the you know the little two rings that connect um, the fish. Uh, hooks or whatever how right. there's like the hook and then there's the two little pieces that connect it together that look like a figure eight right he makes like 50 million or 100 God, million of those a year <laughs> there's so much it's so random it's just shit you would never think about dude yeah but there's right. money and everything right yeah, yeah the clips for like the the garage door openers how like you know there's a the plastic but then there's right. the metal clip to he slide makes, onto your visor he and makes shit. the metal clips <laughs> what what the fuck? The fuck? he just makes the most random shit and he's like are you cashing out 50 mil, huh? Like, <laughs> <laughs> like, easy, bro. Like, that shit's wild, dude. But that's that's the people that are here. And, and that's the thing is that most people don't get to meet those people because right. they, they say, hey, that's the person I want to meet because I that's the, you know? So, like, right now, um, I'm, like, literally, I, I could ask somebody at the chamber, hey, I want to meet um, Kelly Tomlin. Right. Tomlin's in or whatever, the, the CEO of uh, El Paso Electric. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, like, let's go meet her tomorrow. It's like, okay, cool. Yeah, let's go pull up to lunch with her or some shit. That's what's up. And when you, when you say the chamber, are you referring to the uh, of commerce. Hispanic Chamber of Commerce? No, or not this Just the, the, the flat-out, like, Chamber of Commerce. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. And And obviously, like, uh, that's like a breeding ground for people that are trying to fucking uh, become, like, entrepreneurs, people that are trying to take their shit to the next level, correct? Yeah, well, it's, it's supposed to be the place for resources, for anybody who's looking for help. And I think that there's so many people, especially here in El Paso, that see it as a breeding ground for sales and for me and put me in front of the right person so I can sell all my shit. And we've seen that with a lot of people because every presentation is like, um, you know, let's say for marketing, right? It's like video marketing. And then at the end, we give you a free video, but that video is contingent on you like doing stuff with us, right? And so when I did my presentation and like one of one of my other like he's not from here, he's from Seattle, but like I kind of consider him a mentor. Um, his name is Tab and he does three point two million in cybersecurity. And he's like, you know what? You know what really bothers me? He's like, when you get to a certain point, everybody just wants to sell you and they want to sell you the exact same way. Right. And he's like, I want somebody to come in and wow me. He's like, I want somebody to come in and be like, your shit sucks. If you don't want it to suck anymore, <laughs> just let me know. I won't make it suck anymore. And he's like, that would actually make me stop. And I'd be like, look at this car- like cocky bastard. Right. But he, he's like, I'd listen, right? And so um, I heard, like, especially even before my thing, a lot of people here were telling me, like, oh, just give like, you only give them the 10% and then the other 90%, that's what they pay you for, right? So 
So I get on stage and I'm like, I'm like, listen, I know a lot of people come on here and they give you 10%. I was like, I'm guarantee you, I will give you 100%. Like everything that I'm going to tell you right now is everything that I know, every book that I've read and everything that I've learned. And if you have any question, I can answer it for you right now. But if you don't ask right now, you're not going to benefit from it. And everybody was just like, Bob. Dang. Yeah. Oh, we play ball today. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. And so, okay, real fast, Joe, how many millionaires do you think are in El Paso? That, like reside here i mean dude there's a lot of money in el paso dude a lot a lot you know i know lawyers judges that are millionaires you know even if they're merely worth two mil they're millionaires right. you know i'd say there's maybe around 100 if not more say 100 millionaires yeah. here god more. damn more there's more, more yeah, definitely it's undercover millionaires holy That's the problem. shit yeah. and all them are real estate yep damn because i was thinking off the top of my head okay yeah you have like the people that that own like uh, that hunt construction, they're probably fucking because they're all over the place. Yeah, Jobs, uh, uh, Chuck's, know, Chuck's companies, probably that other one. Malulis, Malulis. Okay, no one's so, gonna ask why so many lawyers. What's up? No one's gonna ask why he knows so many lawyers, dude. Uh, well, <laughs> we all, I, 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 we I, already I, know why he knows. I, lawyers, I used to be a process server in high school. So you know, that's how I know a lot of lawyers. Uh, actually, you guys might know my friend Celeste Raspberry. Her dad used to um, be, a, I think, uh, ex-lawyer, and then he hired his. Uh, he built his uh, process serving company, uh, and he sold it, and he's a retired millionaire. Yeah, dude, that's wild. I, I don't know. Uh, fuck. So over a hundred millionaires. Yeah. I feel like that's high. Yeah. I feel like that's a little high. Well, dude. So so, let's see. But just, I, just, I'm a little just, high too. Well, just, so I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> just, just just on undercover ones, one that we know, right. right? Like people that like do not talk about their money, but like literally we know is probably like six or seven, right? And that's just on real estate. And that's I know barely any people in real estate here. Like right. I know there's a shit ton, but like the people that I actually know know there's like seven. And they never talk about their money. They have no interest whatsoever in right. being known as that. All they care about is literally, hey, I'm going to buy a house. I'm going to resell the house. I'm yeah. going to buy the house. Now I want to become a building company, right. you know? And so, like, you never know about any of these people. Yeah, that's Dude, true. There's, there's a guy that um, he's coming here, and he found me on social media. He's been following me for a while, and he, like, keeps wanting to talk to me. And man, man, I shouldn't tell the story because <laughs> <laughs> he might check out your social media. Uh, uh, but basically, he's coming here and he's like, "Hey, I do, uh, <laughs> I do uh, sales coaching for these two companies. I had never heard of these companies, these real estate companies. I look them up, fucking huge. And I'm like, there's another two people that are probably millionaires that I've never heard of. You know what I mean? Right. So there's so many here that just stay very, very." Low key, low key. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's true. Well, and honestly, like if you think about it, like uh, the people that like achieve like a tremendous amount of wealth, they're not usually the guys that are fucking flaunting it. Like you usually don't know that they're fucking stacked like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because they kind of like you said, they move low key or, you know, they don't make a, a big deal about like, hey, I'm <clears throat> I'm worth this much or, you know, I got this many mills in the bank. They kind of just like, hey, if you know, you know, and you know, I'm yeah. stacking, you know what I'm saying? So let's go back to your social media because one of the things that I that I noticed when I uh, was checking out your IG is you have over 30,000 followers, which is that's impressive, dude. I have like 600 followers on my IG. And so like They're all family, right? It's, all, it's literally all fucking family, like literally. And so how to like what does it take to like get to this point and like. What are some of the tactics that you would use to like boost your followers or to gain more attention on, on social media and IG and TikTok and all these uh, different platforms? Yeah. So first thing I'm going to tell you is going to blow your fucking mind. I have 19 to 20,000 real followers. Okay. And um, I haven't bought any fake followers. 
but I fuck around a lot with uh, scammers. Okay. And I don't know if you've seen my stories, but basically, um, a scammer for like I, I two ways. Okay, one of them if they if they took somebody's profile and I know they're a scammer and then they reach out to me, yeah, I tell them shit. So like for example, there's a guy here I think or no he made a book here Chip Baker. He got his account hacked or whatever, and then. They message me and I will, and then they're like, "Oh, um, I need to send you a code right. or whatever." Yep, yep. And that's I'm how just, they that's do how it. They got yeah. a bunch of homies. Yeah, yep. and I'm just like, I'm just like, I was like, Chip, like we've never talked before. Why would you? Why would you send me a code? Right. Yeah. And he's and the guy is like, "Oh, because we're very good friends." I was like, "We've talked one time, and you left me on red." I was like, "I know you're not Chip, like." Just stop, you right. know? And here's what pisses me off is when you say that, most people would stop. They don't stop. They're like, what are you talking about, friend, blah, blah, blah. And, and, and so, like, I just stopped messaging him. But yeah. then the next story he posted was about Bitcoin. And I was like, see, now you're posting about Bitcoin. You're not chip, bitch, you know? Yeah. And then they blocked me. <laughs> and then they blocked me. So that's one instance. The other instance is there's people that are messaging on, like, Facebook. And they're like, hey, um, there's this grant or whatever in 50000 Oh, yeah. You need to sign up. Yeah. And so they sent me that one. And I was like, look, um, you don't know me. And why would you think I need the money? Like, why are you reaching out? And they're just like, oh, because of blah, blah, blah. And I was like, look, you're just, you look really stupid. And, <laughs> and, there's, no, and there's no reason for you to reach out to someone you don't know and say right. that they need money. If you look at my profile, you probably would think that I don't need money. Yeah. So, like, none of this makes sense. So then they stop messaging me. And so I make them, like, feel really stupid. So what happened is after a few times of these, I was at like 19.1 and then I had two fake uh, profiles made of me. Oh shit. Um, and then they were asking people for money. Then out of nowhere, my, my profile starts going 20, 21 and like bike followers for like, I want to say two weeks, like every day, like a hundred, a hundred, a hundred, a hundred. And you could tell they were all fake. And so I was like, I wonder why they're doing this. And then like, I looked up an article and it's like, Oh, people will send you that to discredit you or whatever. I was like, I don't, that just doesn't make sense. I'm like, what if they're sending the followers so that I, private my account because other account was called ruben alvarez underscore private and i'm like what if they're doing that because then once i private my account then they're gonna scam people because both accounts are private and so i was like fuck it i really don't give a shit and so then i put on my own story i was like hey there's fake followers blah blah, blah. and i was like check it out and then i called myself out on it but i was at like 40.1 fake, fake followers at some point and then it dropped down to 30 and it's leveled out since there damn dude that's fucking crazy yeah, yeah and it's scamming people, dude. <laughs> yeah, and like Joe said, dude, we know a lot of homies that got fucking, they got, you know, got. And they, they, they almost got me, you know, and it was one of my, <laughs> one of my cousins I hadn't seen in a while, you know, and I was like, yo, what's up, Tony? He's like, yeah, can you help me with my account? And then I called my mom and I was like, hey, can you call the, can you call the Lucy and ask her if Tony got hacked? And sure enough, he's like, he didn't even know he got hacked. Yeah, so now I know they're asking me for some code. I'm like, nah, I'm good. Yeah, dude, yeah. fuck that. Yeah, I, I think the funniest thing I've seen is one of my homies got hacked, and he's Mexican, right? So he's light skin, and then like one of the posts is like some dude, and you can tell he, oh, yeah. he's got cash spread like across like his lap, and it's a black guy. Like it's a, you can see his hands are black, and I'm like, bro, like when did you turn black? Like right? this is yeah. not you, and I just feel bad because like it's like yes, like if you're not careful. Um, they'll fucking get your ass yeah. out there, dude. You got to be very careful about who you message and shit, especially yeah. on IG, dude. Yeah, and you know, I've always seen girls like friends that I know, right, that are pretty, and then like there's a different new account, so like promoting their OnlyFans, and I'm like, I know she's married, she will never have an OnlyFans right. like that, man. And if she did, really, I would have already been subscribed. Ah, not me. Sounds like blue. Yeah, the the one thing that the the old business owner that sold that company that I worked for eight years, he told me one thing. That that was the smartest thing I've ever heard. He said, um, whenever you get rich, everybody's going to try to hack you or get your phone number, whatever. He's like, don't ever click a link 
from anyone you don't know, no matter right. who it is. Just don't ever mm. click a link. And I, that shit always stuck with me. So whenever yeah. they send me a link, I was like, dude, listen, like, the one thing I took away from this guy was never click a link. I'm, I'm not, not clicking stupid. this fucking link, <laughs> yeah, no bro. matter what you do, I'm not clicking your link. Have you, have you seen, uh, I'm sure you've seen Jordan when they fucking post on a, Whenever you have like a post on IG that kind of gets like oh, some, dude, yeah, some, uh, things get some movement and you always get that thing, promoted yeah. on fucking yeah, this you, page. Can, you always catch a few of them. And the latest dude, the craziest thing they bring it up. Uh, I had an email recently. I, like I have my email, right? My normal one. And I have like a business one, right? Uh, I have my normal one and someone used my name and instead of putting it at like my email address, they put it at AOL and it went through and they created an account. So I get emails from AOL like, <laughs> oh, you got shit. this, you got that. I'm like, how did you get through? And, like, even <laughs> on iPhones, like you'll put unsubscribe from the email, block this stuff, that, that. They still get through, and I'm right. like, dude, how? How that's, do you guys do this, man? It's, wild, it's crazy. Bro. Yeah, it's crazy because like this. I feel like it's all just like these dudes, like in Pakistan or like Sri Lanka or India, and they just they have nothing else to do, yeah. so they just go to some internet cafe and they just like start figuring out how to make like an American looking profile, and let's just start scamming people, bro. Fuck it, why not? Yeah. You know what I mean? That's that's crazy, dude. Yeah, well, all the people that click it, like, dude, there's been so many people that click it. It's just insane. Like, if it's that easy, like, fuck, I'll power to them. You know right. I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah, they're making smarter. they're making smarter. money off of fucking dumb Americans, like fucking people getting scammed and shit. It's it's fucking crazy, dude. So, what do you think is like uh, one of the most like? Okay, so obviously we're talking about social media, uh, how you got to be careful. It's not always like uh, the best place to be sometimes. Uh, but what do you what do you place like as a value of like why social media is important, especially with what you do? Well, with with your your last question, I guess before we move on on like how you can actually grow it, there's there's two types of content, um, and the first one is the one that's going to give you the most reach. Okay, but the one that gives you the most reach isn't necessarily going to translate to anything. Like you can go viral, but if you go viral for the wrong reasons, it doesn't guarantee you followers. You know right. what I mean? Um, I had a post that went like, especially on TikTok, it was like 534 or 320, something like that. And I got like maybe 400, 300 followers or something like that. You know what I mean? But then I made the next post or video or whatever it was, and it had nothing to do with the past one. So it's like all those people didn't even engage with the one that I did. So it's like you have to have a really, like a really dedicated plan and the same type of content, and most people don't get this. It, it's it's funny because it takes you forever to understand this. Let's say somebody finds you for for your cooking, right? Like right. You're, you're making something, and then you're just like, oh well, like I, I don't want to bore the people, and so like the next one you do is like you dancing or something like that, and then the next one you do is like you on a trend. But what you fail to realize is if I found you for cooking, then I'm going to go back to your profile and look for more cooking videos. Right. That's that's how that's what work. I want to see and shit. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. how we work as humans. So it's like when you when you do that, you want to make sure that you actually are creating a very similar type of content. And then the other thing that really hurts us is the type of stuff that you want to make. Probably nobody cares about. And so you have to keep putting out that type, even though it's going to get you less reach. And be consistent with it and get better with it. And then it grows over time. Okay. So it's um, like the long play in a way. Exactly. So like, <laughs> is that live? Uh, go ahead and share this, Joe. Go ahead and share it to the, the Zoom. Oh, they got you again, dude. I know. <laughs> Quick. Oh, no, dude. no. You don't have to do the no, story. No, no, not the story. Just share his profile in the Zoom. Um, so, yeah. Um, and, like, how long have you had your IG account? How long? Oh, man. Like, it's been a six while. Six years. Okay, yeah, there you yeah. go. So they can see it now. Yeah, so go, go down uh, and then go to Reels. Yeah, the Reels are where it's at, huh? Yeah. The Reels get like a fuckload of engagement and shit. And so if you see like the last two were the same, 
right? right? And then um, that was a different angle that we posted. And then there's Don Draper, which is part of like, uh, like some people have compared me to him. I've compared myself to him, right? So I only post if anything other than me, it's Don Draper. Right. And then the, the following three, the business brand one, and then scroll down. The last four were actually from the same angle. Okay. And then if you scroll down again, thank you. Uh, same angle, Don Draper, same angle, uh, blue suit, right? And right. then before that, if you'll see, like, my, my reach was like 4,000, 1,000, 1,000, 1,000, 1,000, 1,000, 2,000. Keep going down. And these were all random ones. 2,000, 1,000, 2,000, 2,000. You see how it's going a little bit higher? Right. 2,000, 1,000, 2,000. So I was actually getting higher reach with these random ones, 3,000, 4,000, close to 5,000. But it wasn't translating to any followers. Right. And I wasn't getting any credibility with my actual um, businesses that were following me. So okay. it's not directing to your actual business. It's Correct. like just a fun video. So I'm basically. getting I'm getting more impressions and higher reach. But your end goal is the business. But the end goal is to get a client and retain retain them. Exactly. So now that I'm doing the other ones, which are at the top, I have businesses that are actually reaching out to me and asking me for advice or asking me for how much I do for consultations. They're saying like, hey, can you come look at like all my social media and tell me what I could do better? And it's because I actually have a plan. Right. Right. So that's that's the big thing is like, even though this might not get massive reach, it's getting the right reach. And 30 because I put El Paso as a location, 35 percent of every view and on every video goes directly to El Paso. Okay, so I think kind of what you're saying is like um, once like when people see when they come across your shit randomly, right? And they see it and it's because maybe you're teaching them about social media algorithms and then they see that and they're interested in it. When they click back into your profile, that's what they want to see more of. Right. Because you already you already hooked them. So now you just got to give them more of what they what brought them here to the first place. Correct. Instead of just like different random videos, because then you're kind of all over the place and you're not really like trying to find your own lane in a way. Yeah. And, and the way that I am and tell me if you're the same. Whenever I see somebody on, on Reels or TikTok, I see it and I think it's funny and I like it and then I don't follow them, right? Right. And then I see them fourth or fifth time and I'm like, this motherfucker, I fucking like this. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Right. Like, like it happens for a while. So, But it's because you saw the same type of video, right? right. And so that's, that's another key thing that I realized after a while is like I was scrolling and I was like, I don't follow the person until the fourth or fifth time. Mm, okay, okay. And I'm like, but it was because he was doing very similar things every right. time. So if I saw him and it was random every time, I'm not going to follow him. But right. I'm like, oh, dude, this guy's doing the same fucking dance everybody hates. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, and he's still going. And now he's getting a bunch of likes and there's a bunch of attention. I'm like, fuck it. You know, you want to. Yeah, go. he so, got me. Yes. Yeah, dude, that's cool. You win. You win. Yeah. yeah. And it's and like, how do you think you grew to kind of like understand like uh, social media to that extent? Because obviously for us as a younger generation, uh, we all grew up pretty much with social media just being handed to us uh, in the way of MySpace, uh, fucking Facebook, all these different platforms throughout time. Uh, but how do you think uh, you've been able to set yourself apart in in gaining this uh, upper level knowledge of social media? Uh, it's all psychology. That's the thing. It's like marketing is pretty much like the biggest psychological trick that there is. And you just have to know what what part of our brain wants at that specific time. So like when Instagram started, it was all uh, pictures, selfies, um, boobs, and hot girls, right? So if you didn't, if you weren't boobs and hot girls, then you should be doing selfies and you should be using the filters and trying to get reach. 
um, two or three years ago, it was fake Lambos, fake lifestyles, like really, really nice mm. stuff and pretend like you were something you're not. Now it's reels and people are craving authenticity or whatever, but they're really not. They still want to see your best life because if you don't have a good life, people are like, ah, this guy's a loser. Yeah. Right. So you have to know what part of the, like the psychological uh, part of our brain is being hit right now. And right now, like on Instagram, on TikTok, it's a little bit different. On TikTok, it's really entertainment. You can yeah. educate, but it's 100% entertainment. It's like almost taking over TV. Right. You know? So on Instagram, it's people saying like, I really want an authentic person in front of me. But if um, if they're using like a low grade camera, I really don't give a shit. Yeah. You know, if they're boring, I really don't give a shit. Um, if they look grimy, I really don't give a shit. So it's like you have to know all these things and like psychologically just understand what people are looking for and what's going to give them that hit. Um, and then the other thing with video, th this is more just overall general. There's what's called a three second hook. And if you can understand <clears throat> the three second hook, then you can do really good on any video. Those first three seconds, if you cannot hook the viewer to stop scrolling, you, you can't hook them into anything. But usually if you get them to stop for the three seconds, then they watch the whole thing. Right. Yep. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It's very rare that like you start watching one and then after you've been hooked and then like midway, you're like, yeah, fuck this. Yeah. It's usually right away. You make that decision like I ain't watching this shit. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. all right, next. But it's it's true. Like, I guess there is that um, there's that retention period for people that like you need to be able to connect with them and hit that or else they're not gonna you're just gonna go straight to the next fucking post yeah but that's, you know, that's it's, smart it's weird because it's different for every platform like on youtube um you, you just have to think of like how people are finding stuff right so like on instagram and tiktok it's random they're right. just scrolling it's right? pump like pumping up one video after another yeah, yeah. yeah. so the 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 hook or whatever has to be like um just something like in your face right, right. whether it's like it's like you're gonna lose a million dollars and it's like how am i gonna lose a million dollars you know what <laughs> yeah. i mean like oh no right. oh no i don't even have a million dollars, I don't have a million dollars. <laughs> what do you mean i'm fucked yeah <laughs> on, on like youtube you're searching for a video right so like if i'm searching for like i don't know um aguachile or something right and then I have a, a thumbnail or something like that. And then I click on that thumbnail in the first five seconds. I want to see the finished product because that is what you promised me. Right. So yeah. if, if you start off with like, hey, my name's Ruben. Today we're going to be making awachilas. But before I'm going to thank our sponsors. They're like, get the fuck out of here. I want to <laughs> yeah. see the food. You right. know? Take notes, so, Chris. Aye, aye. <laughs> I'm so, taking notes. So, yeah, there's there's a lot of like these little psychological factors. And who I learned it from actually was, um, do you guys know Clubhouse, that app that like started yeah, like, yeah, a year ago? Yeah. yeah, with like the, so Mr. Beast went on there. Oh, fucking Mr. Beast. Yeah, bro. so he was there in one of the rooms. And like, I would just like, as soon as he went in, like I went in and I started listening to and that was his biggest advice for YouTube was like, he's like, whenever um, somebody clicks on my video, it was like, we gave away 100 cars, right? He's like, in the first five seconds, I show away the 100 cars being given away. And he's like, and if I say like, oh, we blew up like 100 buildings, he's like, first five seconds, show the building. And then you get into the video. Right. Yeah, it's, it's similar like with when like uh, other YouTubers like uh, Nelk Boys, Steve will do it. They'll put like, oh, I, you know, I gave away uh, 500,000 at Walmart. And then their video will kind of be played out. And then that 500,000 being given out at Walmart will be towards like right in the middle or towards the end. And it's because they make like their videos are usually like 20 minutes long. So they're trying to get you to watch through the yeah. whole fucking thing. So I think there's a lot of people that understand how to fucking uh, manipulate uh, social media and how to use it effectively. And obviously there's people that are like, uh, that get paid a lot of money because they really, really, really understand how to fucking get people to blow up on social media. It's crazy, dude. Yeah. It's funny. Cause at first we were doing that blow up thing. And then we realized that the, the issue that business owners have is connecting with clients. Right. 
So it's like we can get you to blow up all day long. On TikTok, it's easy to blow up. We can get yeah. you to blow up, right? But if you blow up on TikTok, the easiest thing to sell is not your product, it's your course. Right. For businesses, right? Like if you're if mm. you're like a, a lawn mowing service or something like that, unless you can only specifically target El Paso, you're going to blow up everywhere. Yeah. So what are you going to sell? A lawn mowing course, you know what I mean? Yeah. So what we do is we actually are able to get like one of our clients is um, in uh, Cruces, New Mexico, and they're a meal prep company, but they have a storefront. And so what's weird is like we've been targeting only cruises and they've been getting people only in cruises commenting and saying like we didn't know about you guys coming into the store and stuff. So that's where it's like even though you don't have 5,000, 10,000, 100,000, you have 2,000. But out of those 2,000, five new customers, it's like what the fuck? Yeah. You know? So Yeah, yeah dude, that's wild. And so, okay, so you recently uh, put out a fucking book, right? Yes. And this is called a um, – and it's uh, Brand Sharks, the book, and it – I guess like the subtitle is unstoppable strategies from the industry leaders. Um, so this came out recently, right? March 16th. And how did that, how did that all like, how does that idea or like who proposes this to you or like, how does this get like uh, going? How do you get this off the ground? Yeah. Uh, I had, um, again, it's, it's all connections. One of my friends is a publisher, a book publisher. Oh, nice. And, um, he's in Dallas actually. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, he, he told me, he's like, you should do a book. And I was like, I don't, I don't. You're like, like what? Yeah. <laughs> like what? I, was, I don't read. I'm like, I'm sick. I don't dude. read, yeah, dude. I, don't read. <laughs> I was like, I, I want to do a book, but like, I don't have the time. And he goes, No, no, no. In this book, you're gonna get like uh, a few other people to co-author in the book. Right. And he's like, That way, you only have to write so much. And I was like, All right, cool. If I like, let's let's do the book. I was like, But I don't think anyone's gonna want to come in on this book. And he's like, Dude, just put it out there, and you'll see. And sure enough, we got another ten people that are in the book. As oh well. shit! Nice, dude. And so we put this out and. Yeah, it, it's way easier to be a co-author in a book than to write a whole book. Yeah. Right? Because, right. you know, you need three hours per chapter. God damn. Well, because if you, it, here's the thing. Like, let's say that you start your chapter. Right. And then midway, you're like, oh, distraction. I got to I gotta go shower. I got to take a shit or something. You know what I mean? Like, then whatever you stop. it is. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. You stop. You come back, like, let's say a midday after. And you're like, what the hell was I writing about? And then you have to go over the whole chapter again and be like, what the hell did I just write about? So now you're losing time every Going single back. time unless yeah, yeah, yeah. you get that's three true. hour chunks at a time and are able to write throughout the whole thing. Right. So, um, no, that, that's what we did in this book. And, um, you know, the, the most annoying part of writing a book is you're very different the next year. Yeah. So this book, we started it last year. And then I reread it, and I'm just like, "Fuck, that's embarrassing." <laughs> You're like, no, no, no. <laughs> I was like, "I don't think like that anymore." I was like, "Can I rewrite this or whatever?" And um, but the cool thing is, the people that I've picked it up, they're like, "Wow, like this is really good. I never thought of that way." And I'm like, "Oh shit, like maybe I wrote some good stuff in there." And I had to go back, and I was like, "Yeah, there's You're some, like, you know some fire in there." <laughs> yeah. Fire. yeah, I was like, "All right, all right." <laughs> that's cool, dude. And like. Honestly, like, how does that feel? Like being able to say, like, yeah, dude, I have a fucking book. Like, what's up? Like, you ain't got, you ain't got a book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. Exactly. That's ex that's exactly what it is. <laughs> I got a book. Yeah. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. It's uh, you know, that that's the whole thing with brand is it's perception, right? And there's two ways of viewing perception. Perception can either be you're like, hey, I'm manipulating people into seeing something that I want them to see, or I can do stuff that actually changes the way that people see me. Right. And so most people get stuck in the like, I'm going to rent a Lamborghini versus I'm going to own the Lamborghini. Right. And so that's what the book was is like, I was like, okay, cool. 
am I gonna am I actually gonna have the book or am I just gonna say that we're gonna do the book? And now I'm thinking like, oh man, I should like write another book and this time I should write the book. Right, you know write the mean? whole and fucking exactly, book. Yeah, exactly. So yeah, dude, that's crazy. That's on Amazon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, the book, yeah, yeah. The book is on Amazon. Um, and then if you go on Amazon, it's called Brand Sharks, and um, it's been out long enough and we had enough ratings to where it's actually ranking. Oh, nice. And you're not oh, gonna man. find the you're not gonna find the toy sharks anymore. That <laughs> was coming. Oh, out. <laughs> and then t- Tim's story. That was another cool thing. Tim's story is um, Oprah. Like he, he's Oprah's best friend. He knows Kanye West. He was actually the he's the celebrity coach in um, in Hollywood. So like he coaches a lot of the celebrities oh, out there, damn. like Charlie Sheen and a bunch of those people. Bad and example. Right. Yeah, yeah, right, right. <laughs> before the drugs, before right, the drugs. right, right, right. He yeah, can yeah, only yeah. do so much. Yeah, yeah. just exactly, like coach, exactly. you know. <laughs> yeah, um, but he he endorsed the book. He's a good friend of mine. So that's yeah. the other thing that we were able to really say about it. That's um, dope. It got shown on New York Weekly. Um, yeah, there was there was a good amount of stuff. Hell yeah, man! And I'm sure, like you said, like uh, it feels good. Like it makes you want to write another one. Uh, it kind of it almost seems surreal, like being able to like look yourself up on Amazon. And be like, yeah, you can buy my book, like if you wanted to. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's a solid flex. And then, like, does this help you with the ladies? Yeah. <laughs> yeah dude. No, it doesn't. Hey, I'm married. It does not. It does oh, okay. Not. Hey, married gang not. right yeah. here. Dog. It does not marry. It doesn't yeah. help I'm, me. At I'm all. with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it helps me with the dudes. No, right. yeah. help me get on this podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, That's what's up, dude. Yeah. No. To to the question I was asked, um, if it's not on Amazon and you're here in El Paso, I actually have um hardback copies. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. And you'll sign them and shit. Fucking. Yeah, yeah. He's like five bucks. You're gonna have to cut the check. I wrote it. Not gonna. John Rivas will sign it for free. Pretend to be me. Shout out John, by the way. Yeah, dude, that's cool, man. And fucking congratulations. Give him a fucking round of applause, Jordan. Oh, yeah, which one is that, bro? The yellow one. There you go. Oh, yeah. Hell yeah, Jordan. I'd be forgetting, dude. <laughs> I got two questions <laughs> in the book, though. Like, one, how'd you get that cool picture of a shark? And then two... When you get a book out, does it make it look better? Like you can put that in your bio, like look what I did. Author, I it, like, just show people, like, hey, I, I do more than just this. Like, yeah, but it's it, well, the the picture is a, a vector art or whatever that we bought. It was like twenty bucks. Okay, um, so we own that one, and then the the book and everything that we do, it's it's weird. I don't. I don't flex on past achievements, rarely ever. Like right. like I'll, I'll mention like old stuff. You know what I mean? Every so often, like. When we started the whole Grand Cardone and like we were working actually with like we did a, a conference with like Ed Milet. I don't know if you guys know who that guy is, too, but he's another uh, big shout out there. But I, I like the book. I have it now, but I'm not like posting it on social media. Buy my book. Buy my book. I don't give a right, shit right. about the book. You know what I mean? Like right. if, if you find out I'm an author, then it's just like I want people to be like, ah, fuck this guy. And then they find out they're like, oh, that dude's an author. And, blah, blah, blah. and then they're just like, oh, fuck. And like, I had no idea. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So so the book I don't really use as like a, a marketing piece. I use more as like an underestimate me piece. Mm-hmm. Underestimate me, find out I have the book and then just be like, oh, my God, I didn't even know that that dude was like that. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, we're we're past the book, but also what we do with it is like, I don't mind giving it away. I don't mind somebody buying it finding right. out about it um if we do a conference which we're planning a conference um using it as something that we can be like hey somebody answer the question and we'll throw the book into the audience you know and smack them in the fucking audience yeah dude. all right so before we uh transact transition to the back end of the podcast we're going to talk some trending topics uh what is next for marketing hunters what's like the future for you guys uh, where do you guys kind of see yourselves going as you approach uh, this coming year? 
So we're we're transitioning and, and we're kind of there into all branding. Um, marketing and advertising is very easy for people to understand, especially here in El Paso. There's really no branding companies. And I'm sure in California, like New York, people are kind of catching on already and doing what we're doing. But um, there is no branding. It's a service. So it's kind of like saying like, oh, I'm in marketing and we offer graphic design. I'm in marketing and we do video editing. Nobody says I'm a branding company. And that's because everybody thinks that it's a service, not actually a whole company. Right. And so that's what we're going into is we're saying like, hey, we are the people that basically say, um, you know, I, I don't know how to get somebody to pay me more for my for my service. And it's like, OK, well, you are putting this message out wrong and this doesn't look right. And then therefore people are judging you on that and you're not able to charge the extra five hundred while you're still competing and everybody's kind of bottom barreling. So that's that's where we're moving into is pretty much the whole brand thing. And that's why we're doing conferences and all that stuff is because we are actually teaching people in this area about branding because not a lot of people actually know what it means. Okay, nice, dude. That's what's up. Joe, you got anything else for him about uh, social media, anything on his book, any questions? For um, him? Yeah, yeah, I mean, chance. I feel like we just had a like, uh, like a freak, like, Conference here for free advice that a you TED know, talk. That, yeah, you literally a TED talk. I like that. That actually that, is the, yeah. the next thing. Um, we're we're hoping that I can be the next. Uh, you know, how TEDx is here right. in March. I'm hoping I can be TEDx speaker next year. Oh, there that'd you go. be that'd be dope. <laughs> okay, so real fast, dude. Uh, once again, uh, plug your IG. Uh, plug your book really fast before we transition to these these uh, trending topics. Yeah, where can I, people follow you? Where can people connect with you? I, IG is I am Ruben Alvarez, and it's nothing weird like R U B E N. Don't spell it weird. R U B E N Alvarez. Um, <laughs> Keep no, it simple, guys. Yeah, no Rubin, no Rubin, no nothing. Else. So I am Ruben Alvarez, and then the book is called Brand Sharks. And um, if you go on Amazon, it's on there. If not, then you can DM me and, and you can buy a copy from me. I guess. Oh yeah, nice. I guess. I'll make a small <laughs> donation. <laughs> Yo, yo, Joe! Conversing with Chris and Misa, the podcast is sponsored by the top quality and handcrafted glass products made by INI Glass. What is INI Glass? Well, INI Glass products are blown locally here in the 915. And their ranges are used from pipes, pendants, jewelry, decorations, and even goddamn hummingbirds. And a lot more. So make sure to hit up our boy Aaron Lee at INI Glass and tell him your boys. Chris and Misa sent you. All right, motherfuckers. So go ahead, go and support a local El Paso business today. Yo, 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 what it do, what it do? Hey, we know you just saw that fresh new intro. Wasn't that shit sick? Well, we couldn't agree more, guys. Right. We just collaborated with our boy Omar at Sun City Vibes to help create an intro that would take our podcast to the next level. Do you need help with your video editing and content creation to help elevate your business to the next level? Well, Sun City Vibes has you covered without a doubt. Yeah, that's right, guys. Whether it's a logo reveal, a music video, drone footage, or even t-shirt printing, guys, hit up Sun City Vibes for quality work and affordable price. Shit, Omar even made us a sick-ass hat. Look at this. It's a fresh-ass fresh. hat. Fresh. Shit's fresh. Fresh. So, yeah, guys, go help support those that support us and hit up our boy Omar and tell him Chris and Misa sent you from the podcast and help support a local El Paso business today. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. That's what's up. Yeah, that's that's what's up, man. And like I said, congratulations on the book. Thank you. Uh, congratulations it. on everything you and John are working on with the marketing hunters. Uh, it's very inspirational. 
And it's very cool to see you guys like uh, having success and and actually uh, making moves here in El Paso, especially uh, for you, somebody that's not uh, from here, not a native, uh, but still kind of sees all the potential that El Paso has in order for it to grow. So uh, how about this, Joe? How about let's transition here? Uh, let's go ahead and, and uh, do these uh, these trending topics. We got three of them for you today. Okay. And uh, I'm going to throw it to Joe. I'm going to let him take this. And uh, you can kind of guide us here, Joe. What do we got? All right. So the first topic is, why is there sriracha hot sauce shortage? Oof. Why? This one hurts, David. And this it one does. brought me here, huh? <laughs> this and is why. Yeah. 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 All right. I get, it. Jordan, I get it. Jordan is half Asian. So naturally, we had to have a sriracha topic because he's here today. <laughs> and, uh, so. and, and there is. I, I ordered Chinese yesterday from China House. I'm like, I'm running out of sriracha. Let me go to Walmart down the street. Yeah. And they were out. I had to get some off-brand. Oh, what? Oh. So even the fucking Chinese restaurant already out? Well, they had the, their own chili pasting. Uh, no, that's trash. Yeah. Don't ever fucking take nah, that over the nah, road. No, nah, dude, that's bullshit. If I ever see them give me that, right into the garbage. I need sriracha. Okay, so what's going on? You're going to attack So what's going on with the sriracha here? So there's been supply chain issues since the beginning of COVID. Right. This is more than, what, two years ago? Yeah, dude. Yeah. Um, you know, um, have caused a shortage of chili peppers needed to make the spicy Thai sauce. Um, but issues such as severe, severe weather conditions have also caused crops to fail and smaller harvests of peppers. Damn. Are you a fucking sriracha guy, Ruben? I, I am. But see, like, you know how, like, Mexicans pick up a lot of the jobs that, like, people don't want? I think Mexicans can't, like, keep, like, fixing all these problems. Like, they can't be the only ones yeah. that we're, are doing we're, that we're shit. We're running right. out of Mexicans. We can't send them to Thailand to <laughs> yeah. freaking fix this problem. Yeah, too, you know? That's true. Just oh, because people don't well, want to work. Actually, there are a fuckload of Mexicans here. We could export them if we wanted right. to. You never know. But, yeah, dude, I saw that. And, like, I like sriracha because that shit's fucking hot as fuck. Um, and I was just like, I couldn't imagine a world where I would step into a Chinese restaurant and they do not have sriracha just laid out at every table. I'm like, what if, what if it's a setup though? Like when it comes back, they'd be like, all right, we're going to inflate this. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Like I mean, dude, I'm looking at, I'm if, like, I already know it's going to go up. If that's the fucking, if that's the way sriracha owners want to fucking maneuver with their company. Hey, I got nothing it, against I them. know one of the factories is in like California, right? One of the sriracha so, factories. Yeah. Damn, bro, fucking sriracha. And I just though. I read an article the other day that they had to settle a big lawsuit because of the factory fumes. Oh yeah, yeah, right. Fucking everybody up. <laughs> you know, it's you know what I find funny, Joe, is that like they've they've had this uh, baby formula shortage yep. for like the last month. We haven't talked one word about that shit, but the moment we ran out of sriracha, <laughs> we're like, hey, throw it on the pod, like. <laughs> but yeah, it's because fuck them kids. But, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, what if we find out that Tapatio actually works a lot better? And then it's like the best thing for top of the Well, you know what? I haven't tried it. If I couldn't find off brand, I would probably be desperate to try some. Bro, I'm throwing Louisiana. I'm going Louisiana next. If you're taking Sriracha from me, I still have my Louisiana. You know why? Because it's always there. Yeah, it's in Louisiana, dog. Yes, sir. All right. (laughs) Next topic, Joe. Next one is a crazy one. This happened uh, yesterday or uh, yeah, yesterday. An elephant kills a woman that returns to a funeral and tramples the corpse. (laughs) How wild is that, dude? (laughs) I understand. And elephants are <laughs> like one of the smartest creatures in the world, man. So was, she must have done something to this poor elephant. Was he married to her? <laughs> this poor, this poor <laughs> elephant. I don't think anybody's ever described an elephant as like a poor, like, oh, you poor elephant. And this was in India. So Dude. they're always everywhere. Right, you know? right, they're, right. they're like wild dogs and shit. <laughs> How do you know that it's the same elephant, though? That's the other thing. It's like unless, they tagged it, their name. Well, I mean, like, unless it's like somebody released it back there, you know, and like there's, it's wildly suspicious. 
I guess it says because it's it it got out of like a sanctuary and it was one of the only elephants around. Yeah, and the, so, the Dhamma Wildlife Sanctuary, which lies about ten miles from the city of Jamshedpur. Yes, Dang, yes, cool. yeah, great, was, great. So he was just cooling, you know, and then I guess she went to go get water at uh, Odisha's Manjupanj district. <laughs> yes, one hundred percent. And uh, you know, he was, even tried to protect his Indian villages. <laughs> and I mean, she, I mean, how do you get a, a elephant to come back and find you like oh bro, that's you right there in the that's casket. what i'm saying how does the fucking elephant know that like yo this that's that same bitch like that's the same bitch <laughs> right he's like, like, I killed the, that bitch. he's looking over the bush oh that's that same bitch <laughs> that's What's that up? same bitch and then he's just like you know what i've had enough i'm just gonna fucking on her fucking corpse i'm gonna fucking just like stomp on it like yeah. an elephant should he's all talking to his elephant imagine they'll watch this they're not gonna do shit they're not gonna do shit jared he's telling his fucking elephant homies like bro this shit's wild the funeral's just like how did this happen boom this world pulls back up i'll show you how it happened it's on again god it says it approached the pyre and grabbed the body what so it the elephant then trampled her on her body again and threw it away before piecing out what Bro, what is and that? Then, and then check this. And then check this. Wait, check this. The funeral was completed a few hours later. They couldn't find the body again or what? No, they were, but they just waited to see if this fucker would come back. <laughs> They're like, chill. Three times a charm. Chill. This oh, motherfucker dude. might come back. Bro, what was this elephant on? Bro, he must have been pissed about the sriracha, bro. Yeah. <laughs> That's the only thing I can think about. This elephant going to kill you. Wait for your funeral pop up again and make sure you get fucking trampled into the flow. He's like, make sure she, make sure I got her. You know, it's interesting. He's like, yeah, this bitch, she gotta go, and I ain't going until she gone. And she was elderly, dude. She was seventy years old. Oh my <laughs> God. All right, Ruben, what do you think this lady did to this elephant? I have no idea. I'm telling you, like, were they married? That's the only thing that I could think of. Like, <laughs> Maybe it was like her reincarnated, reincarnated a husband I, that right. had some beef, like right. <laughs> <laughs> he got reincarnated into an elephant It just came to fuck yeah. her at shit it, up It was just an elephant trying to look cool in front of his homies you know? yeah. <laughs> Bet you I'll kill her and they won't do anything yeah. like, I bet you won't escape the, the crib And then go do this and yeah. then come back <laughs> And it's crazy because like, You're like yeah Joe I think you mentioned it is like Elephants are supposedly like And they're the good at remembering smartest. people's That's faces true, yeah. right? And they remember shit so like this elephant knew What the fuck he was doing yeah. That is crazy Jordan any fucking words on this I'll never see Dumbo the same way again, dude. Right? <laughs> Fuck Jeez, Dumbo. Man. What Ooh. a fucking savage animal. Okay. All right. All right last and one, Last Joe. one is one of my favorite ones. I don't know if you guys know who uh, YouTuber Big Dawes is. No. He oh. looks just like Clay Thompson. <laughs> so for the past, well, like, couple years, he was sneaking into the, the Warriors games and posing as, a, like, a player. He finally got caught yesterday. They have banned him from Chase Center for life. He paid ten thousand dollars in tickets. They ref they're not gonna refund him that. And I saw some post on uh, Instagram saying, "Is it worth me feeling like an NBA player for ten minutes?" Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's and a thousand dollar minute, dude. Yeah, there was also a fucking uh, there was a, a a a post that he was like, "Why are you guys fucking like suspending or kicking me out when your fucking security sucks ass? Like, why is this my fault?" Like, I got through all your security. How is this? Like, what's, what the fuck is this? You I'm know a, what I mean? I'm not a lawyer. That's not a good argument. I'll tell you that yeah. right now. <laughs> so look at this guy. Fault, look, look that's, that's Clay, right? That's the real NBA player, right? And then let me show you. <laughs> let me show you Big Dawes. <laughs> I've, I've seen this guy's done shit with, like, fucking uh, Nelk Boys and shit, too. So I've heard of him before. Look at him. 
Yeah, and then and then honestly, like he oh, that's him. He's yeah. making himself look more like Clay too. Like he yeah. he does his haircut like him. He fucking shaves like the same way. Let me see if I can get him on on Instagram, dude. That shit's funny, dude. So yeah, they banned him for life because he got into the game pre-game and went to the fucking court and was shooting around, dude. But nobody noticed, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> look at him. Look, and there's like where's the players park? That's him sneaking in. <laughs> that's crazy, dude. And they're look. He even pulls up to these. Uh, guy got through like three layers of security. How and would then, they not know though? Yeah, right that's what I'm public. saying. How does look? Look how right does here. Nobody know. Look, he's like, "What we got, sir? Here for warm ups." <laughs> oh, look at you. They're like, "Let's take a. Let me take a picture with you. Let me take a picture." Yeah, look, that's fucking wild, bro. You lied. Yeah, dude, dude, that's wild. That is ridiculous. So, what uh, you think? You think this dude uh, should have been fucking suspended for a life, or he's banned for the life? Yeah, now. he's banned. Well, dude, it's like, let's say that you're pretending to be the president, right? And right. then they're like, you're never allowed into the White House again. It's like, come on, that's pretty, it makes sense. You yeah, know what I mean? like, of course, I'm not supposed to be here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah dude, so that's like, How crazy. dare you guys? It's your own security. It's like, well, they're probably going to get fired too, but it doesn't mean you're allowed to come back in. You know? <laughs> and, and I saw one of the videos when they're going to the second where the guys with the with the vests on, they're like, what player goes in with this jersey ready to just go in, you know? Yeah, yeah. Exactly. They always walk in in street clothes and they change and shit. But yeah, that's, I thought that was funny because just, you know, the finals game was yesterday and then like this broke today and i just thought it was funny he got all the way to the court and was actually shooting around before he was somebody shooting yesterday and they then they somebody noticed at that point like hey that's actually that's not clay Thompson. somebody like, was hey, like watching clay shots, walk yeah. in and was like oh, wait dude aren't you here already hey what do you think happened to those people <laughs> those security let them in i'm pretty sure they got fired yeah dude i'm sure they'll be replacing the whole security staff there after this incident but you know hey. what's funny is if they they got clay out first they're just like get that guy out of here yeah, yeah they kicked out the wrong clay <laughs> hey, but he, hey imagine clay <laughs> he started against the celtics and shit hey oh nobody noticed not even not even curry even curry nobody noticed like, what's like, up man they're like oh shit why is he sucking one thing about this man. guy this guy can ball too you know so he probably blend in okay but he's not nba baller dude there's a different level i mean if he you know makes some shots you know <laughs> jason tatum's guarding him and he's like you're not fucking, fucking clay, clay. <laughs> he's like a fuck? whole foot shorter oh shit i right. let it fly if i was jason tatum I'm like, uh, this is totally clay yeah, this yeah, is right. totally clay uh, yeah. fuck yeah. this guy he's ass <laughs> like <laughs> okay all right i thought those were great topics that shit was funny yep. i mean that shit is hilarious and the internet just never sees sees this amaze me, man. Okay, so let's do this. Before we get into five random questions with our boy Ruben Alvarez, uh, I just want to give uh, Jordan uh, a chance here to kind of uh, promote oh, anything you, that man, you got dude. coming thank up, you, dude. Uh, Jordan, for you guys uh, who are not familiar with, he's a comedian here in El Paso. He's been on the podcast before as a producer, as a guest. Uh, him and our boy Marco uh, Antoine, they throw open mics here locally. So make sure you guys go choke, uh, check them out. So go ahead. Choke them out. Make sure you get there. Put them in a full on fucking <laughs> headlock. Knock uh, them out. <laughs> but yeah, dude, go ahead. Throw throw out a little bit. Uh, tell people what you got going Sick, on. man. We got the, of course, our podcast, The Fool and His Friend, going up every uh, Saturday usually. And we got a couple shows on the way, dude. We got 18th at Craft Rhythm and Brews. That's a free showcase. I uh, got another show at the Saloon, Coach, I believe, somewhere on the east side uh, with Henny and I are doing her showcase as well. And we just booked another show today by Nico. You guys know Nico. He's on the radio. Shout and out, stuff. Nico. Uh, with Jib Sod over there at the comic strip. It's going to be at uh, Blazing Tree Brewery as well on July 16th. Those are going to be uh, two out of three free shows, you guys. We're going to be out there doing comedy for you. So pull up. I got $10 tickets. Hit me up in the DMs and everything, and I'll get them to you, man. 
There you go. Thank you guys for plug, man. Hell yeah, there you go. Beautiful. Yeah, dude. And fucking, I saw the, that Nico show. I saw the flyer for it. It looks good. Uh, but yeah, you guys have been pumping out these open mics consistently. And guys, if you guys ever want to check out some live comedy, local comedy here in El Paso, make sure to follow our boy Jordan Savai on Instagram. A Foo and His Friend is his podcast with, with our boy Marco Antoine. Uh, so yeah, dude, that's that's what's up. There's a flyer to one of the next shows. Dude, there's been a lot of comedy shows popping up. Yeah, dude, like, these guys going, going hard, in bro. these past year. These guys don't fuck around. Nico was doing fucking comedy on the, the fucking street cart. on the street cart downtown. <laughs> he, riding the bus he looks like a crazy yeah. asshole. Some meth head. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then Iggy right next to him with his bald ass head. <laughs> Alright guys So let's do this uh, Does anybody know Fucking uh, What time it is Anybody no got time, the bro? time Anybody got the time Blue do you know what time 40? it is No no <laughs> He fell for Do it No no the other one <laughs> No 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 guys It's not that time That one It's all time dude Which one hold on sorry Hold on hold on there you go. Yeah. It is time. <laughs> I was amped, dude. For the fan favorite, five random questions with our boy, Mr. Ruben Alvarez. All right, guys. Are you ready for this, Joe? Are you ready? Let's go. Mr. Jordan, are you ready? Keep the music going, oh, dude. I just want to feel it, I was getting so hyped. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm, just, I'm hyped, too. What's up, Joe? What you got? I was like, cool. Just a little, turn it a little down there on the little yeah. lever right there. Just a little. Turn it up. Right there, there you go. Oh, there you go. Okay, Mr. Ruben. So what we like to do is fucking uh, ask five random questions to our guests here. Uh, really get to really get to know them here. Are you ready for this? I, I think so. As long as it's not incriminating. <laughs> no, 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 no. We wouldn't do that. I mean, that's we would. Off, that's off air. Right? Yeah, that's yeah, off yeah, air, yeah, bro. Yeah. That's the shit What's they don't social, make. Like what is your social security? <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> All right. Let's get some more music here, Jordan. Question number one, Mr. Rubin. This is a total, totally personal question, and it has to do with your uh, personal hygiene. Okay. Uh, so what is your go-to toothpaste slash mouthwash combo? Combo? Yeah, so like, I mean, I'm assuming everybody uses toothpaste and mouthwash, yeah. right? We're both doing that? Yeah. No. Right? No, you don't you're do not both? Mouthwash, not mouthwash. You don't yeah, do not, mouthwash? Not, 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 every, not every night. Mouthwash yeah, is yeah, like when you're on the run and you just... Exactly. Yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. Wait, you, you, <laughs> when you're on the run? Yeah. You guys don't <laughs> mouthwash? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean when you're on the run? When you're literally running, you're drinking okay, mouthwash? Okay, no. So, okay, like, let's say in the morning, mouthwash, boom. But let's say you, you eat at home and you got something to do. You're not going to brush your teeth. You can just throw some mouthwash and you dip. Yeah, I know. But in the morning, I thought this was an American custom that we brush our teeth and then we hit the mouthwash. No, the American custom is you freaking wake up and like drink and then <laughs> <a> beer. <yeah. laughs> so you're not a mouthwash guy? No, I mean no? like so. So I like the, you know what? I will give you this. Okay, so toothpaste. I am very particular. Okay, about, which right? one are you rocking? It's more like Crest, like any type crest. of Crest, like like I, I brush and if I'm bleeding a little bit, it gets in there and it like burns. Nice and crispy, oh, huh? That's that's a good one. Yeah, you know I mean? like that's actually that's cleaning my teeth. You know, um, bleeding then, a little bit. Well, it's like that. Well, I floss first, <laughs> right, right? right, but right like, let's right. say that like I brush a little too hard, right? I'm the like, gums start bleeding. Oh, very good. You floss first, re brush. Uh, yeah, 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 I do yeah floss. That's, that's what. Yeah, I, I do did floss. to say that now, dude. Hell yeah, you got it. Yeah, yeah so I, I floss and then and then the the toothbrush, but um. Yeah, it's it's got to be like some sort of cra- like you know how there's like those uh those organic ones yeah if, right like no God. minty no nothing right, right, right. Like yeah yeah you're, you're like brushing your teeth and you open your mouth and they're more yellow you're like what is this <laughs> like you the know? Sensodyne <laughs> one that yeah, fucking yeah, costs twenty five dollars oh. for a tube like that or there's oh, like yeah, those yeah. Uh, those uh, like those black ones that oh like, charcoal the charcoal oh, yeah, what yeah. the fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah I can't do the charcoal all right so mouthwash Jordan do you have a particular mouthwash that you're using 
Oh, whatever's there, dude. I don't know who puts it there, but <laughs> it, it just shows up. Sometimes. It just shows up. Yeah. But see, I like scope. Don't get me yeah, wrong. Scope. If there's scope okay. there, like I, you know, I indulge in. Did that. you guys ever used to drink the fucking pink bubblegum mouthwash when you were a little yeah, kid? Yeah, I had just that fucking, shit. Like I would just fucking take shots of that. No, shit, I don't know about right? that, but <laughs> you know, alcoholics. Yeah, yeah, that's where the alcoholism began, right there. He's swallowing yeah. the mouthwash. Oh, yeah. it, it had alcohol in it. It was a little bit. He's uh, like, I need something stronger than this. <laughs> <laughs> I this just thought I thought it was a custom. Everybody had the toothpaste mouthwash combo. I could be wrong. You know, that's just me, I guess. Some of us. But yeah. All right. Question number two. Let's get some more music, Jordan. There you go. I love this song, man. One of my favorite songs. This is probably this is one of the best composed like pieces of music in the last two centuries i would say all right so mr uh ruben question number two do you take your shopping cart back to the corral when yes. you're done or do you leave it parked on the curb no no i do unless unless i really don't want to in which case like i'm, I'm shameless about it and i look at people as i'm leaving <laughs> you're like yes bitch i'm yeah. putting he's this on, here yeah. another car fuck you <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. but no 99 percent of the times i actually do Unless it's like back. really far, right? Yeah. Uh, I, I don't mind that, like, if it's far, but, like, I have kids, right? And if the kids right. are just being, like, jerks, I'm just, right, like, right, I'm right. just like, I'm not fucking going yeah, all the way like, back. Right now in this heat, fuck, I'm leaving yeah, it yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll throw it in my Jeep. I'll take it out of this heat. That's, like, the rest of the, fuck, the next three months. We're just all going to fucking leave our shopping carts yeah. in the parking lot. Yeah, it, yeah, it's like this. It's like you go, to, you go to a barber, right? And, like, you're waiting there for, like, 30 minutes. They don't acknowledge you. There's no sign in sheet. You don't even know if you're next. Do you, like, do you guys say, hey, guys, like, I'm leaving. Don't don't worry about me or do you out. get out and you're just like how long do you wait wait how long <laughs> 30 minutes no sometimes i, no, I, I do i do five minutes if i don't get it like acknowledgement yeah. or like oh please sign in or do you have a reservation or did you call in appointment yeah. if they don't say shit i'm out yeah, but yeah. they take care <laughs> of me where i go Dude, so. I, I hate those people like you go in there and they like they, they don't even say hi you know what i mean and just like and they're not even you, cutting man. hair they're just sitting on their yeah, chair yeah, on their yeah, phone yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, same, same principle guys. yeah same principle <laughs> okay all right question number three let's get a little bit more music here all right, this is a more of a personal preference, Mr. Ruben. Are you a big coffee guy? Yeah, not anymore. I was. No? Okay, you were. Okay, so if you had to choose right now between uh, Starbucks, uh, yep. Dunkin' Donuts, or Dutch Brothers, which one are you going with? Dunkin' Donuts. Dunkin'. Damn, Dunkin'. I'm I'm going with the Dutchie, bro. I'm but and this is a Juarez butt, by the way. No, but is it is it. You're going for coffee or you're going for flavored coffee or like we're going what for are you just going like for? A, a good solid caffeinated drink. So and not be, so, so not coffee. Right. Well, no, no, no. It, it could be, be anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anything. Just I mean, overall. Well, anything. no, because like, no, it because could be a coffee, frozen coffee. Fucking, I want a shake. That's what he's going for. Yeah, but see what I'm yeah. saying? But see, that because uh, yeah, if you're going for best tasting coffee, Starbucks literally tastes like burnt ass. Yeah. Like, okay. like, <laughs> like straight up. Like, right. like, like somebody left time. left their butt out in the sun and that's what you're drinking. Right. Tell you know? me how you really feel about yeah, yeah. Starbucks. Ass tasting coffee. Nice. And then if if you go Dutch Bros, their coffee really isn't good. It's always mixed with something. Okay. So if I want a coffee, it's probably gonna be Duncan. Okay. Like or coffee, if you want a donut, Duncan. There you go. There you go. Yeah. I don't know. I'm a Dutch Brothers guy. I just Dutch Bros. Dutch bro. Dutch bro. Dutch Are bro you a Dutch bro? I don't even drink coffee, dude. Yeah, okay. See, you don't drink coffee. Don't you don't coffee. drink beer. Fuck. You don't drink beer? No, uh, yeah, dude. dude Jordan on beer. No. We're gonna make him chug a beer right now before he leaves there. He's scaring me right now, dude. I want to get that market hunter's mindset, dude. Nothing at all, dude. Water. <laughs> Water. 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 <laughs> okay. Question number four. Let's get some more music here, Jordan. All right. So this one um, is kind of based on your morning routine. How many alarms do you set for yourself to wake up in the morning? You're a one alarm guy? What time is that? Uh, 5.30. 5.30. Damn. Okay. That's a solid time to wake up. 
But are, are you? I feel, I have I have Joe with seven alarms in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It just depends yeah. if I have my kid or not. You know, just because I don't want to make him like I don't want to be late to take him to school. Yeah. But if it's during the week and I don't have my kid, I have one. I, I log in to work at nine, and mine's at eight fifty eight. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, enough, just enough time to go brush my teeth, take a piss, and go sit down and log in. Damn, that's <laughs> a short brush teeth and piss. Right, well, because he's pissing and brushing his teeth right, at exactly. the same time, bro. He's yeah. a savage, bro. Yeah. But see, I'm I'm more of the type of person that like I like I want to live, and I feel like if I wake up earlier, I live more. Like you, you, know I mean? you have more, more like live day, time, more, more yeah, you're, exactly. you're alive more. You use your day yeah. more and you utilize it more. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. more lively. What the hell, you, what the hell yeah. are you doing at 530 then? Uh, showering. He's, a, he's being alive, bro. Yeah. And yeah. he's got kids. Yeah. True. True. Fuck yeah. them kids. And then by seven, by seven, exit, yeah. <laughs> he said, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Question number five. Last one, Georgia. Let's get a little bit more music here. So, Mr. Ruben, what is one technical, technical, technological advancement that you cannot live without? Like, if they took away IMAX, if they took away cell phones, air conditioning, refrigeration, oh, refrigerators that. in the crib, which one? Which one would you not be able to live with? Well, we consider AC technology. Like, there's the there's literally the ones that just blow air. No well, uh, I guess okay. So, uh, I mean, no, let's let's take AC out of it. Let's let's remove yeah, that. that. That's a hard one, right? You know I mean? But like, I guess modern, like a new piece of technology that came out recently that you're like, I can't imagine life without this. Yeah, it would probably have to be a phone, a cell phone, yeah, like a yeah, cell phone yeah, that yeah. we currently have. Like this type yeah, of cell yeah, phone yeah, is yeah. like, dude, like, what were we doing before with shitty ass cell phones? Like, we, not that <laughs> we weren't doing shit, bro. iPod Nanos, like, yeah, yeah fucking, yeah. like, we were literally texting people by like. Using the keypad T9. T9 and shit Like dude Yeah yeah Fucking you, losers You know dude. what I remember I just saw Do you remember when they had the iPad the li- I mean the, the iPod The the um, For your the, earphones You yeah, know the, the little touch? thing right there right. And then And then it would stop working And you would literally grab the thing And you would like pull it to the yeah, side yeah. And it would fucking, start working And then yeah. you were like Yeah You would bend yeah. your fucking you like Headphone cord So that it would connect With the connector inside The yeah. headphone jack Was one of the most faulty inventions I've ever seen Yeah 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 Trash And we were And we were so mad When we had to let it go We were like Oh wireless headphones Yeah what the fuck I'm not paying for right. that shit now You see that yeah. I think that w- That should have been the answer Wireless headphones Remember all the times you'd be walking around with your wired headphones and you'd get caught on the door? Dude, I yeah. would want to fucking rage kill somebody. <laughs> like, like I would, dude, that would piss me off so fucking much, yep. dude. Yeah. Well, would one of the earbuds stop working so yeah. you can't get the full... Yeah, like, so no you're, bump, you're, only, no bump, you're that yeah. one loser with both headphones on and only the right yeah, side. But working. nobody knew, though. Nobody knew. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah dude. God damn. <laughs> fucking wired headphones. And we we all got some on right yeah. now. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, guys. That was five random questions with our boy Ruben Let's go ahead and get ready to wrap up the pod. Let's go around the studio here. Let's give our final thoughts. We'll start with you, Joe. Mr. Ruben, thank you for taking time out of your busy day to be here with us. Thank you for all the advice. You know, I wish you nothing but success. You know, I want to I want to start hanging out with you. You know, I want to make some money. <laughs> hey. Missed you guys. I want to make, make some, some money. money. Hey, Fucking Joe. Shit, let's go. Dude, yeah, I mean, once you're, once you're clear on that, you know what I mean? Hey, right. yep. Uh, you know, I missed you guys. Thank you guys for having me back. I sure missed the studio. It was nice seeing you guys. Uh, it was nice meeting you. I don't think I've ever met you before. You never met Jordan, Jordan no, before? Him, what? Nah. This was uh, when I took the, like, a year hiatus. Okay. Like, last year, two years ago. That's but uh, glad to be back, man. All right. Hell yeah, Joe. Thank you for that. Jordan, final words today, brother. Dude, yeah. Thanks for bring me back here and uh, let me see how the room has changed and get to meet Ruben and everything and everybody, dude. It's sure. crazy, man. Hell yeah, Jordan. It's a big improvement. I think the biggest thing I learned here from overall was just like, I thought you were going to sell a snake oil. Like, 
Like, what do you want to do with this business? You're like, I just want to change other people's lives and make them feel better. And like, nah, straight up, I need to make money. And that's what I'm here to do. I'm like, all right, respect, dude. I appreciate the honesty. So, yeah, that's what I learned from it. You guys can join the MLM after the... (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah, Jordan. Thank you for stepping in today, bro. We really do appreciate it. Uh, Mr. Ruben, final thoughts today, brother? Yeah, no, um, thank you guys for making me all your best friend. Your guys' words, not mine. Um, I appreciate that. <laughs> we'll hang out after, and I'll let you guys buy me drinks. <laughs> there you go. Like a hey, true I, best friend. Hey, I got Budweiser's. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right, Mr. Ruben, thank you for being here, man. Thank you for uh, answering my DM when I slid ferociously into your DM. So yeah. click this um, link. I'm gonna yeah. right, can, can you give me that code? <laughs> thank, yeah. thank, you, thank you for that picture. I'm not allowed to share. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's what, that's what closed the deal. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah shout out to you for being here shout out to john make sure you give him my fucking uh remarks he's he's one of the best guys i've met uh you too as well stand-up guy i really enjoyed talking to you today getting to pick your brain about social media marketing branding all this stuff and also talking to you about your book congratulations once again uh i really do fucking uh think that's a big deal for you and uh you have an open invitation for round two, man. Whenever you want to come back on the podcast with us and hang out, uh, talk talk some more uh, topics and shit anytime. And uh, yeah, man, thank you for being here. Shout out our boy Chewy in the back for the merch. Shout out Next Gen Sports. Make sure you guys go follow him. Blue's got a nice yellow hat that makes him look like a fucking park ranger over there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so shout out to you. Shout out to our boy Sun City Vibes, Omar Herndon. If you need digital graphic design, that's your boy. Go check him out. And also our guy Aaron Lee at I and I Glass. Make sure you all go support the people that support us. With all that being said, guys, episode 129, we are... Sheesh. Ow! There you go. Any time to go up.